Baby on the neck, getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling, cooling with the gang, cooling with the gang, Cooley in the gang. Baby on the neck, getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling, cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang, coolie in the gang. Nothing better than a professor, watch him cook up cooling. Big G, can't forget my nigga Mike Cooling. Keep it high like a pot of carrot, sweet as Mayberry. Question is, is she single? We'll find out when I call and I be geeking off G. Laughing till I'm nauseous. Cause she ain't, they going all in. Leaving no stones unturned, no topic untouched. They love to cuss and they fuck shit up. Brother, I keep my money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Make sure you keep that money right. Glam share, keep the jewelry tight. Make sure you keep it. We on weekly. Make sure you peep it. Matt King stayed of the best kept secret. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. So do it. Introduce it. The gang and Mike Cooley. We be on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. We be on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Cooley in the gang. I'm gonna tell you one thing. What? Because uh, it's gonna be more than one thing. You gonna you always say it's one thing, but it's turning to be like eight or nine. What the fuck do you want? No, one thing on Which, this one. That motherfucking um the video that we posted of the um Nika Holbert video with the cop. Man, I don't know about that. What we talked about last week. The, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we, we posted the video on our Cooley in the Game page, and I'll tell you what, my phone ain't stopped going off. There's over a million views, over 5,000 comments. I mean, people, I, I'm seeing some very uh, interesting and disturbing people on that post. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, freedom of speech. But um, my man NJ Rich was on there trying to hold his own. <laughs> Boy, NJ Rich was going back and forth with him. What's up, Rashad? NJ Rich was on there going back and forth for a while, but he bowed what out. But what did they say? Oh, what they say? The question is what the, what them didn't say. I saw the last thing I saw was um. You uh, are the problem. Another shit bag bites the dust. Um, that was the last comment I saw. I was like, holy moly, guacamole! I don't know. Let me get on there so I can tell him kiss my ass. Oh my lord. <laughs> Ew. But um, we are here. Uh, happy to be here. Shout out to everybody that's popped in with us. Um, it's a very interesting week. Um, like, G, uh, you was just telling me about Derek Jackson. Um, I, I am totally late on that. Um, I, um, uh, and Rashad said, I just want to start by saying, uh, he, fuck hot Derek top, Jackson. Hot <laughs> I'm just saying, right. it, it was the so memes. So what happened? I saw the memes, it was the memes and I know who the brother is. He's very uh, he, outspoken. He's very outspoken when it comes to men and how we should be and what we isn't doing and all that bullshit. So, so what happened to uh, DJ? My, my man, my man got caught cheating. Not, not with just a couple of women, like a lot of women. He said he claimed that it was hey, more Linnea. than just. 
it was just more than just one time of him cheating. Uh-huh. Um, um, so he, basically, he was just—he's a hypocrite. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that's what it all boils down to. And I, I, I was on the fence about it, but then I realized that um, being who he is and what he does and what he talks about, I'm sure plenty of women have thrown their panties at him, and his DM is probably like off the chain. Um, I'm not making an excuse for the brother at all, at all. Um, so I, I can see where he fucked up, but you can't get on here and mail bash and you still out here, um, shit bag, shit bag, because yeah, he's a shit bag. I wonder if uh, I did, uh, our homeboy, uh, the, the comedian Desi boy, I thought Desi posted the real video of the interview. <laughs> I opened oh, that shit up. It was it something was totally not- different. <laughs> 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 it was something totally different, so I couldn't even. So I, I did see a little bit of his. Uh, he was answering questions on the shade room. Uh, Rashad said he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. so but again, here we are with with, with motherfuckers apologizing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like if I'm married and it happens between me and my wife, as long as I apologize or or I can smooth things over with my wife, I can care less about. The public. The, the public. Video. You got it. So he got he, he, he got a video of him and his wife. He's sitting there trying to explain himself. Holding uh, her hand for dear life. Holding her hand and shit. She looking like she in a lost place. Uh, I, it, it was just kind of fucked up. Like I'd have never got on social media with my wife and and aired out our problems or my discretions or whatever I've done wrong. Fuck y'all. But that's how he makes his living on social media. Going to social right. media. So. He had it's only right that he what does what go back to social media and apologize. I'm not saying that he should. Was he either. apologizing or was he just trying to get his story out there before y'all took it and ran with it? I don't think he a apologized. little bit of both. It, it was apologize? both. Yeah, it was a little bit of both. He was, you know, really apologetic to I guess more so to his wife as yeah. opposed to you guys. Like, you know, this is what I did. Um I don't deny that's what I did. It wasn't just one woman. It was a bunch of women. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, nigga. Nigga. He owned all his shit. Yeah, he owned it all. And I was just trying to figure out how did he get caught? Like, uh, Rashad said he spoke in third pro- person. He never said I. Yeah, it was always Dexter Jackson this, Dexter Jackson that. Really? Oh, yeah. He's a fool. I didn't... Yeah, that, that's too much. Well, so does, does this help or hurt him? It hurts him. Oh, uh, not really. I don't think so. Definitely gonna hurt him. I don't think so. He he did. He definitely did. Like she looked like in her bonnet. She wanted to be like, get the fuck off my hand, like get off my hand, because he was like this boy. <sighs> yeah, he. Say, I'm making sure. <laughs> like the death grip. Like that. So that was going nowhere. I think it it hurts him. I was talking to one of my coworkers, and he was laughing. He was like, "Oh, you and I finally agree on something." Because he a piece of shit too. So, and as I was <laughs> as I was saying to him, I was like, you know, I think the biggest thing about dude is the fact is is not that nothing that he was saying about how men should treat women was wrong. His message was never wrong. However, you can't be the spokesperson for something and living your life completely different. Now, if you were saying, listen, like this is you should be doing X, Y, and Z because I know this because I've done this, I've done this, I fucked up, I got caught doing this, then you get a little bit more respect because 
at the same time you own the shit that you've done or you're doing doing or you did rather and you're saying this is why i know this because i learned through these experiences but you're making it seem like you are the man in the street you live in your life holier than thou and that's not how you're doing it and in the meantime you calling out other brothers for the same shit that you're doing so right, that's so that's why, why that's why it works him. That's why it works for him because now he has a testimony. He can tell you what to do, what not to do. I fucked up. I apologize. My wife took me back, and now I'm in a happy space. No. The problem's gonna come when, if it should happen when he cheats again, then everybody be like, "Oh, fuck this brother," you know. So but like he has. It a, wasn't like he cheated one time already. Like like you said, he was like, "Yo," he like the nigga wrote said like it wasn't just one late one woman. <laughs> like, yeah, but you got you got to put that you got you got to bundle that all together. That's a package. No. No, no. <laughs> that's a package. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the same thing like ministers. I don't know what, exactly. what, what, what the. And this is going left real quick. The professor is eating, but he is fucking that shit up. Now, continue on. That's just like ministers. <laughs> <laughs> ministers, listen. Doesn't mean the word that they preach and deliver is not wrong or is not quote unquote truth according to the Bible. It's still, I mean, it's still truth according to the Bible. However, we know a lot of ministers live life different than what they preach. It doesn't change the message because the message is still true. However, they just don't live by their that same truth. And his yeah, is the same. That comes along with practicing what you preach. Now, I ain't trying to practice what I'm preaching, but I can tell y'all <laughs> not to do this and not to do that. Because you know but right this, from wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know right from wrong, and you should know right from wrong. But if you don't, let me reiterate it with this little message, and I'm gonna pull out a couple Bible scriptures, and you know, don't do this, don't do that, don't sin, don't kill. But I'm about to go out here and have 42 kids with 17 different women. You know that you know. So, so you you got to be able to practice what you preach, and if your message is right or wrong, it's up to you to decide what was right about it and what was wrong about it. So I don't feel like he hurt himself by by. I don't feel like this is gonna hurt him because, like I said, this is gonna be his testimony. I did this. I backslid. We, I'm only human. The same thing that uh, Lewis, uh, same thing that uh, Kurt Franklin did. I'm only human. You know, I'm a man. I'm dealing with this, and God's you gonna can, bring you, me out of this. You same can't thing. get that same situation. No, no, no. Because you, a, a grown ass child, ain't the same thing as you. You over here. Um, All right, I got grown women. All right, let me see if I can get, <laughs> let me see if I can get this. Let me see if I can do this. Mm. Well, that picture alone just screams yes, help me. It do. Can y'all hear it? I can hear it on the there. I can't hear it in my ear. No, it's I can't not hear. in our ear. Yeah, y'all can't hear. Look, he's sitting up there saying, look at her. Y'all see how she looks? She looks like a, a prisoner. That's why I cheated on her. Look at her face. Look at that head. They said that's a hat, not a bonnet. He it said it's a hat. I'm looking at it now. It is a it is a hat. It's not a bonnet. But she, a, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but she looks like that because okay, nigga, you got me sitting up here like, okay, okay, I'm gonna sit up here. But this face gonna tell it all. This face gonna tell it all. We not sitting up here as one happy family. But I saw pictures of them, like they've been together since like high school. Like I was yeah. in high school, sweetheart, yeah. and everything. Yep. All right. Well, I ain't had no video on that. Like I said, that kind of. I think for the most part, everybody kind of have yeah. seen it. If you've been on Instagram, you've seen it. If not, hashtag Derek Jackson because that's how I found it. The video was on the shade room. Black men don't cheat. Boom. Mm -hmm. 
That's what they was like. Yeah, he he talked about black men don't cheat. Charlemagne up there repping him and all oh, his his clothing line and da 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 da. Meanwhile, he all here fucking up everything that hit his inbox. Wow, niggas. That's one of those do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> all right. Well, let me go bounce on to what I actually had on my docket. So docket. right, uh, you see my boy Gary Owens' wife leaving him. Oh, does that does he lose his black card in that divorce, or does he get the key? Whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah Gary Owens. Yeah, he filing for divorce, y'all. I wonder what happened. I don't know. Kobe, because they've been together for a minute though. Kobe. Like Kobe. Kobe. home together too long. Yeah, home together too long. Yeah, they've been they've been together for a while. Like they got grown kids, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Them wow. too many of them corny ass jokes. Them too, mm. too many of them uh, nigga jokes. And she got mm. tired of that shit. <laughs> Damn. She finally realized he, he ain't as funny as she thought he was, I guess. Well, as yeah. long as he marries another black woman, then I guess he can keep his card. I don't know, man. I don't give none of them cards. Like, I, I, I feel like if you white, you just white. <laughs> no, no, no passes. Nah, you don't get no passes. I mean, like he, was, he wasn't wrong around here saying the N word. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, even yeah, though he, he had a black, cool. yeah, he was cool. But even though he got a black wife, he still can't say the N word. And you got mulatto and kids, you still can't say the N word. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he, he was, he was, he was pretty good. I like Gary Owens. They're saying that he cheated. Oh, see? Yeah, it says Kenya. That's her name, Kenya. Um, on the other hand, shared a puzzling post where she accuses her estranged, estranged husband of being unfaithful. Damn. Damn, I'm just, yeah, I'm just glad it ain't all black. I, I'm glad it ain't uh, black men, just black men this week. We got some white men in there too. Yeah. White men, white men cheat. Black men don't. They were together 23 years. Yeah, they got grown kids and shit like that. But yeah, he don't get no pass though. Like I, I hate when I hear, I hate when I hear people say so and so is invited to the cookout and they get the card and yeah, you can come to the cookout, but you can't sit at the table. <laughs> just come to the. No, I miss something. Gary Owens' wife filed for divorce. Oh, that's Ooh. crazy. That's kind of fucked up, though. Wait a minute. Is this her post? This, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, she went in. She said, um, tried to be quiet out of respect for my kids, but Claudia Jordan has me on one this morning. 23 years together, Gary didn't have shit but a raggedy pickup and mm. good credit. No place to live. Dallas, Texas, your old ass should know better. Married, not separated. Married, um, and she added him. All the energy you spent lying, acting, and creating a fake narrative for these bitches that want to be Ooh. me, you could have done it with a veggie burger and a glass of fake filter water. White women Damn. are not involved. Oh, so he like black women. He like black women, then. Yeah, okay. yeah. He like them. He like them sisters. He, he <laughs> like them. He should expect that from her. Once he fucked yeah. up, he respected that. Oh yes, oh yes, because she she wasn't one of those black women, and please y'all don't take this the wrong way, but you know that had that are not from the hood. Let me just put it like this: she wasn't, she was not not from the hood. So no, at no. any moment, at any mo- moment, Kiki was coming back out. <laughs> Damn, well, she woke up in the morning and chose violence early in the morning. <laughs> early. We don't play that shit. Don't come well. for me. Hopefully it get better for you, Gary. Um, I got one for you. A black resource officer fired for using the N-word. A black Florida school resource officer was fired after he was caught on his body camera using the N-word multiple times, authorities said. 
Delvin White, an officer at Middleton High School, was dismissed Tuesday for violations of policy that policy that prohibit discriminatory conduct, the Tampa Police Department said. The officer, the officer used a racial slur while on the phone and driving home from an off-duty assignment on November the 13th, the, the Tampa Bay Times reported. He repeated it again while on the phone with his wife. Footage also captured White saying the N-word twice while arresting someone for trespassing on November the 30th, police said. White told his supervisor that he did not intend for the for the word to be derogatory during the arrest, authority said. Instead, he claimed he was using it as as it is commonly used in today's society as a means of shared cultural culture, culture and experience culture and experiences among African-American communities. Tampa Police Chief Brian Dugan said in a statement. Is this a joke or is this real? In a statement that such statements can jeopardize the trust that our department works to establish with our community, Tampa police officers are held to a higher standard and, and incidents like this negatively impact the entire law enforcement profession. Oh, that was a lesson. They were teaching a lesson there. But at the same time, being 100% real, I get it. Because, I mean, man, it's you, can't, you can't fire a black man for saying nigga. You, you can't. Nah, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Can. It's still uh, it's, it's a racial. It's still a racial word, no matter what. Because he, if the white man had said nigga, he would have got fired. He wasn't even talking to nobody. Well, he, they said that he said it in the arrest. It probably was too a nigga. He probably was like nigga. Come it on. Was, it, it was. It was. And that's was. why he said he was using it in a term in his community. But even still, he's at work. You can't do that at work, Troy. He probably did. For that. Troy, you had social security yelling across the room at the room. Hey, nigga, you supervisor gonna pull you up, yo. <laughs> you know it, yo. You can't do that at work. <laughs> you can't, yo. <laughs> I do it at work. You work at home. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, my phone and just say I'm tired of these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> these, niggas these niggas don't listen to nothing I say. But you know what? You know what though. Um, just like just like G said, you know, was really what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if we're gonna say say that to white police officers, they're gonna use it for black police officers too. Absolutely. But you're gonna see this. <clears throat> you're gonna see it expand into other into other avenues as well. Um, it's <laughs> it, 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 it's definitely a crazy situation because I I'm playing it back. I'm saying to myself, we had little officers at our school. And I think he called me a nigga before. And then I think about it, shit. We had a, uh, I ain't going to say the person's name, but we had a um, a music teacher. They called somebody that we all know, a faggy and shit. Ooh. Oh, yeah, he didn't oh, care. He, he didn't care, though. He, 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 he used to call the principal a faggy and a nigga. So that, that, that don't count. We can't use him. Yeah, I mean... Can't you just you can't do it at work? But I don't understand why he got in trouble. First of all, if you are off duty, why is your camera still on? That now that yeah. part shouldn't account. Like if he was on the phone talking to us, like I mean, but I guess if you you still in the company car, you got to still have it on. It, it, we consider like where I work. If you're still in company vehicle, you still pretty much like if something happens, like you still on. Even if you clocked out, that's your fault. You're in company vehicle. You're on company time. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he had a, a body camera on or something. Yeah. yeah, that's how they caught it. Yeah, with the body camera. If I said it off, 
You gotta use the word. You can't go to jail. You can't get in trouble for saying colors. That's why I like colors. <laughs> yeah, you can't get in trouble for calling people colors. You definitely can't. You can't. You can't do it at work. Uh, black or not black, like. Uh, and so, I, I'm I'm good for doing it at work. And my coworker be like Shannon. I'm like what? He's like Shannon. I'm like. I'm going to tell you another word, too. Another word that's something as simple as a white man calling the black man brother. Mm. Some black mm. men don't like that shit. They find that. I don't that mind a- that, though. Brother, to me, is just brother. Like, what's up, brother? Yeah. I hate what brother? Mike called white people boss. I hate that. But I said oh, that. I say that to everybody, like, "What's up, boss? Appreciate it, boss." But I don't like it when you call white people that. I'm sorry. How often do I run across white person? I say every time you out in public at some place. You know? Oh, I be I appreciate it, but I say it to everybody, every dude. Though. I don't. Yeah, know. me, but I do that too. My coworker, she hates that shit too. She always would tell me, "Stop calling that white man boss." Like, <laughs> okay. you know, it's, uh, it's like a lot. Like, I'm not even really thinking about it like that. But now that you just said it, like now I'm like, yeah. Stop. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why the fuck you wait till now to say something? I you don't let me say that shit like 30 times. Now you wait till right here. In public, and we ain't even privately. You, you gonna call me in front of I have to because when I tell you stuff pop, um, privately, you don't listen to me. I ain't hear you say that shit. When you first said it, the first time I was like, why are you saying it? I just thought you meant in general, like, no. what was I saying, boss? No. No. Oh. Every time I hear you say that, make me cringe. My bad, dog. So, but yeah, I do it, so, I do it too. Well, stop, dude. Is it appropriate? Because I know this is something that, that uh, as, as black people, we say, well, I say it, we call white men white boy. If somebody else say, so who was yeah. over here? You know, the white boy. Yep, y'all, y'all, yeah, do. Okay. y'all do. Y'all do. Y'all do. That's ignorant shit, too. Because Even if it's a man, we still say white boy. That, so, that white man be like, that, that black boy was over here. <laughs> I know motherfuckers that say white niggas. That white nigga over there. <laughs> white, that's, I guess that's what the wigger is. Huh? Yeah. I guess we all need to be more conscious, uh, conscious of what we say and how we say it. Mm-hmm. No Man, so damn sensitive. That's, That's true. true. Y'all see my, you saw my post was like, um, what did I say the other day? Like, there's so many rules and changes, and like, I need a list because every time you turn around, it's something else added to what we can't say, can't do. Like, oh, fly. <laughs> y'all remember that? I remember that. Should have said, said flying fly high and cat, cat. baby. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. We have to um, figure it out. Oh. Um, so let's um go on to the next one. Uh, y'all heard about my boy uh Kanye Titter getting divorced? No, Kanye ain't getting a, a divorce. Yeah. They say Kanye, yeah. rich, they say they say Kanye is the richest African American man, black man, pretty much. No, no, he's so Kanye, Kanye's um, Kanye is getting a divorce, yeah, he's getting a divorce too, but she getting half. Kanye's worth was listed at six point six billion, but Forbes says it's more like one point eight billion. <laughs> That's so, what I was saying. Yeah. So according to uh, after Bloomberg initially reported that the hip hop entrepreneur and producer Kanye West had become the richest black man in America earlier this week with a worth of six point six billion, For- Forbes did a recalculation and determined that Yeezy is actually worth 
1.8 billion. So did they First add all, Kim, um, Kim's money in with his to push no, him to 6.6? They, they took one of his deals and uh, factored in the potential of it instead of the actuality. And Forbes jumped in like, look, Bloomberg, this is what we do. Don't you get involved. Let us do the calculation because somebody over there can't fucking add. Right. <laughs> That's what I was saying because he was just 1.2 before he made the deal. I know that deal ain't paying $5 billion, though. It was listed at potentially $4.7 billion. But they say, they're say they saying Kanye suffers from the Trump syndrome where he's trying to factor in his, uh, his personality or his uh, persona into his network. So Trump might say I'm worth about $2 billion, but the persona and the uh, attention that I bring is worth another four billion, you know, because of you know the the bravado or whatever. But yeah, I about to say I know Yeezys ain't selling like that. <laughs> Not them Jesus sandals. Not them so, Jesus sandals. So what does that put him on the list though? What is what is he on the list then? If he's not the the richest, what is he on the list? If I don't know. Under hip hop artist, he's number one. Under hip hop artist. I will tell you, as far as African-Americans, Vista Equities' Robert F. Smith is actually the richest black person in the United States, as his net worth has been estimated at $6 billion. In Nigeria's Aliko Dangate is listed as the richest black person in the world with a reported net worth that amounts to $11.8 billion. So Kanye ain't even tap dancing from as far as I can see. And, you know, they was all wrong on this one. So they, in the hip-hop world. Yeah, in the hip hop world, I don't even know if he passed Jay because I know that's all he want to do is get past Jay. Yeah, Jay. I don't won. think nothing else matters. He just want to beat Jay. Yeah, Jay one point three. Now he like one point eight because Jay Z right, well, he just got where he sold um he sold a part of the Champagne Company to Hennessy or something. So what is Doctor Dre? Huh? I don't know. What, what was Dre? Dre not up there? Dre, he up there, but he ain't, because you remember, he jumped the gun. His shit wasn't a billion. He was talking about he a billionaire and all that, but he like 900 million or something like that. He like uh, third. 800 million. Jay-Z. Got Dre at 800 million. 800, yeah. So it's Jay-Z and then Dre. Yeah, Dre is at 800 million. I just knew Dre would have hit a billy by now, but Dre be chilling. He don't even come out the house. Yeah, he, he, he giving money away to the, his uh, ex-wife. Yeah, Dre was sick. Dre was uh sick recently, right? Had an aneurysm. Yeah, yeah, but he he out now, so he doing good. All right, let's keep this party going. Uh, you are tuned into the Cooling the Gang show live every Tuesday night, six p.m. to eight p.m. Take a second, hit that share button, hit that like, hit that sad face, hit that whatever, hit that heart. That's what we prefer. But do what you got to do. We appreciate you for locking in and tuning in with us tonight. Um, mayors for a guaranteed income. Have you all heard about this? The mayors for a guaranteed income. I don't even understand what that means. You talking yeah. about uh Bushhead? What's his name? Brandon Scott. All right, let's yeah. let me uh play this. <laughs> Mayor Brandon Scott calls it bold. I also joined mayors from across the country in creating a guaranteed income pilot program slated to start this fall. Several dozen leaders from US cities joining the coalition of mayors for a guaranteed income an effort to establish direct cash payments to some residents with no strings attached and no work requirements. President. Mayor Brandon Scott addressing it in his State of the City speech last night. This is why we must consider bold solutions like guaranteed income to address historical injustices. 
It's unknown when this fall the pilot program will begin, how long it'll last, and how many people in Baltimore will receive payments. Questions to the mayor's office today went unanswered. We want to know if funding has already been secured for the program. And if so, from where? Taxpayers should keep a watchful eye on how these programs develop. They should be demanding a very simple answer from their public officials. How are you going to pay for it? We also want to ask the mayor, can the city afford the cost of this program once funding expires? A city already strapped for cash and in financial trouble. Even before the pandemic, upended things further. We have seen it work elsewhere, and I look forward to examining the impact of this pilot program with the intention of building a case for federal action. All right, so just a, um, a, a brief synopsis. So the payments are called guaranteed income and have already been implemented in a handful of cities across the U.S. The city of Stockton, California, tried the program giving 125 residents $500 a month. Uh, Baltimore Mayor Brandon Scott has now joined the coalition of mayors in the movement. Uh, according to the Mayors for a Guaranteed Income, the group behind the efforts across the country, the money comes with no strings attached and no work requirements. Scott mentioned guaranteed income during Thursday's State of the City address. Um, and I mean, that's basically what it is. And they, they have a website. It's called mayors, mayors4agi.org. Um, and they want to go on the website. They got a, a quote by Martin Luther King right there on the front. Quote, I am now convinced that the simplest approach will provide will prove to be the most effective. The solution to poverty is to abolish it directly by now widely discussed measure, the guaranteed income. A quote by the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Next week, I need you to have that, the no whammy um, sound queued up for me. <laughs> I want the no whammy sound queued up because uh or some womp womp womp. I need some of that. Because this is some bullshit here. Um yeah, it's I think it's the dumbest shit ever. This is like paying motherfuckers to, to not be hitmen type shit again. This is <laughs> and, and, and you pick Baltimore City and I fuck Let me that. just I'm gonna show you hey. a little map of these are all the mayors that so far uh in involved with this one. We ain't um, got no money for that. We ain't got no money for that shit. We got Long no money Beach, for that shit. Compton, Houston, Atlanta, all the little black spots, I see. So what is like what is okay, what are we teaching in this in this that you could be lazy as shit and still get some money? It's bad enough that we already well, have welfare that you ain't gotta you ain't gotta go find a job and never get off of. So you're already getting that free money for those who are not trying to do better. You're getting food stamps and you're for those that are already not trying to do better. Now you're gonna give them more money to sit on their ass and do nothing. The the no work requirement is the one that gets me like like so what is the motivation? That's why I said like it seems like a certain party puts things into effect to keep you dependent on them so they can stay in office and stay in control. It's not about yeah. you doing for yourself, it's about you needing me and needing mm -hmm. us to get you through. Because the more they give, the more I'm going to want them. Oh, they're going to give me that money. Oh, I, why do I want him? Because he's going to give me this. And I ain't got Block works. nothing. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. So y how, how y'all feel? Like, what the deal? No so, I, Yeah, I, I don't. First thing is, 
it's it's funny that he 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 comes up with this now because last week or week before last we were talking about um what was it 12 million or something that was given to the city that wasn't used remember oh, that conversation yeah, yeah oh yeah 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 with the um, yeah yes 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 so i wonder if they're trying to tap into that money to use for that for that type of uh initiative, um, initiative. um that's a possibility um but like the person said, what are they going to do when, whenever the funding run, runs out? How long is, are they projecting for this to go? Now, again, I know that he said that this is something that they want to look into. Um, I will tell you this. There is a lot of funds um, in, in cash programs that are already available to people. Like, like I've seen scenarios where a person was getting... Um, what was that lady getting? She was getting about $2,000 a month in food stamps. But what was happening, what happened is she had 10 children. So I don't want you to think that it was just for nothing, but she had 10 children. She was getting $2,000 a month in food stamps. Plus she was getting cash assistance. So for a family like that, she was getting around about mm, household of two, five, 10, she was getting about $1,500 or $2,000 a month in cash assistance, plus she was getting $2,000 in, um, in, in food supplement. I mean, yeah, food stamps. So right. um, <clears throat> adding another $500 in, um, again, it just, it just keeps people in a position of not really putting forth any real effort to try to get a job. Now, you might say, but what is five hundred dollars? Yo, truthfully, some people have figured out how to how to work that five hundred dollars. Some people have figured out that that's all they need to get a get a room, rent a room, and get food stamps. They really don't have to work, you know. And if they're comfortable with living that way, shit, I, I guess they do it until that until that money run out, until they're no longer able to do that anymore. But yeah, our taxes gonna go up to support this fucking plan. Yeah. But like the professor said, they could use that money, but that twelve million gonna run out, especially depending on how many people you put it. So Stockton did it with one hundred twenty-five people to start off, five hundred dollars a month. One hundred and twenty-five um, people. So yes. how do you pick who? That's what Stockton started off um, when they did it. Stockton. So what they're, what they're probably doing is they they're basing it off of the people that are already getting social services. That's probably what they're doing. Um, it's just like uh, something just happened. Hogan just gave some money away. Hogan just gave some money away to different people, low-income houses. I think it was like $300 or something like that. $400, yeah. $400. But you had to damn near have zero income to get it. Like you, Everybody didn't get that Didn't get that money. So it's probably those, those people that they're going to try to pilot that program with. But I'm telling you, man, there's a lot of things that's, that is currently going on within the state when it comes to money, comes to um, benefits, that if you knew like how this how this stuff is going, you would almost say to yourself, "Why the fuck do I go to work every day?" Like, right. what's your point? Hello, hello. Like, it don't even make sense. But this is what I try to explain to people. It it depends on what you want for yourself. You got to look at what are your goals. If you're comfortable with just existing, oh, trust me, you can exist for the next eighteen years or more just off of social services. You really can. Um, but if you don't want to just exist, 
you know, go on a vacation once every three years and, you know, walk up the street and, and ask people for cigarettes and shit and, <laughs> and, and stand in front like to the market for all day. If you don't want to do that, then staying on social service is not the answer. But if that's just a stepping stone until you get into a better position, then I understand that too. But uh, it's a whole lot of it's a whole lot of programs out here that's helping, so-called helping. Oh, one more thing while I'm thinking about it. Also keep in mind, they use this word helping people a lot when they're talking about this money. But like I told you before, pay attention to the to the real verbs of what it's being used for. It's a stimulus. It's to help the economy. It is really not for you to help you at all. $500 realistically for the normal working person does not help them. Granted, $1,400 to the normal working person really in the grand scheme does not help them. It might have helped them pay their rent one time or their mortgage one time. But then after that, I still got two, three, four, five months of mortgage or rent that I'm backed up on. Yep. How is that? How did that really help me? It doesn't it doesn't really help me. It's really meant to try to put more money into the economy because, you know, you niggas wasn't spending no money during COVID. Well, um, uh, G. Oh, yeah, I think it's stupid already. I, my thing was just a matter of who do they pick? You know what I'm saying? Shit, I want to be in that number. I want that five hundred dollars too. I want two hundred dollars food stamps for free. I don't. I mean, I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna go with it, but if I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna sell mine. I'm gonna sell mine for the two four hundred. I'm selling my shit off it, <laughs> you know. But you know, I think that's the thing. Like, how do you decide who gets it? And then you know, it's gonna be somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, I didn't get it. I should have got it. I'm low income. They didn't give me mines, and it's just gonna be a big clusterfuck." So I don't. I don't think. I don't see it working. I just think it's just stupid. I, I, where's the program to help the people in the middle? What about the homeless? I've seen nothing like during all this COVID and all of this. Like, what about like? Surely, but I, I saw I saw somebody post something on Twitter that there's an actual number for people that was homeless to call because for the stimulus, yeah, for the stimulus, like you had to you had to file taxes, and I guess the homeless people couldn't file taxes and shit like that. And they probably and, don't get no assistance from. Uh, well, my the the fuck nothing for me, and I kind of laughed at it. Wow, what, the, what is that? Mike want to open his liquor. Is how they get oh, right. oh, right. yeah, yeah. How do you apply for this shit on the computer? If you ain't got no home, what are you knocking somebody's door and say, let me use your computer so I can apply for Exactly. Like that that was fucked up. I mean, I mean I said if it was a number to call, but it was really they said it was like a real website that you could have went on and applied if you was homeless for whatever stimulus money they was giving out. Because so. you gotta really think of it, they had a loss of income too, because if we lose income. And ain't nobody out on the streets, you know. They really can't. Some of them might have been doing odd jobs. Now you know, don't nobody want you to come by the house to do no odd jobs no more because they so scared about COVID and you living on the streets, so they think you double COVID. Like, well, if the prisoners can get a stimulus, damn sure the homeless should get a stimulus. Shit, prisoners getting stimulus. The hell? Yeah, but they said it was a website for the homeless. I don't know if it was true. Yo, if you got that fourteen hundred from Joe and you locked up, yo, your books is good. Don't call me. Don't call and ask me for shit. You good. <laughs> you got all the Twinkies and cupcakes you need. Like, you don't need me no more. Um, Linnea says, I agree with Mac and right, Shannon. Like, come on. There is already about three generations on public assistance. I am not feeling it at all. 
Uh, Rashad says, I've seen people on social services travel more than me. Drive by Douglas Homes and see a 7 Series sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> but, yeah, so. They need programs to help the people in between. They got the ones for the people with no income. They want to give them $500 a month. They get food stamps. They get social service. Then you have the Republicans that want to help the rich. Who the hell is helping us in the middle? I saw um, there was a commercial that came out a few years ago. And strangely enough, it didn't stay on long. There was a guy that was talking about um, he had he had gotten sick and he was laid off from his job. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. White, white guy. And he said that um, he went to social services to try to get some help. They told him he still was making too much money. He still was getting he had like a second pay. <laughs> said some time went by. Um, he was behind on his bills. And his wife left him. He he came back to social services again because now he only had one income. They still weren't ready to help him. They still weren't able to help him. This dude said it wasn't until he lost his home and his health had turned for the worse that social services decided to help him out. It wasn't until he lost it all until he you know before he got some type some type of help. Um, And that's that's usually how. How that works because when i first when i first started working for social services um i had a question well someone asked me a question on a panel they asked me what do i think about the you know social services and what i told them was i said you know it's a surprising process i said because the names are deceiving you have something called temporary cash assistance Mm -hmm. temporary cash assistance in my mind is assisting me with the cash that i already have you're going to give me a couple extra dollars to assist me through until I'm able to, to maintain on my own. Nope. But that's not what that means. Nope. You got to damn near have nothing to be able to receive cash assistance benefits. Yep. Mm. Well. Yeah. That's uh, just like disability as well. Like, you know what I mean? You, you're disabled, but you're still trying to work through your pain because you can't afford not to work, but even with all of your medical that says you are disabled, if you make more than, like, I think it's less than $2,000 a month, if you make more than, I think, like $2,000 a month, I think the limit is actually less than that. I don't know the exact figure. Then they state that you make too much money to be disabled. But if I don't work, even though I'm in pain and bent over and getting worse, I got to work because I'm going to lose my house. I'm not going to have no food. But you mm-hmm. got to be like the professor said, like literally like nothing to even get disa- disability, even with all of the medical documentation that says this person can't work. But if your earnings say something different, they're going to deny you. Shit. Welcome to America. Well, um, I posted the link if you want to get more information. Uh, mayor, mayors. Uh, for AGI.org. We posted it in the room if you want to go check it out. Um, (laughs) You are tuned into the queen. You got to vote for the right. (laughs) Vote for the right. Vote, vote, vote. I ain't in Baltimore. Baltimore wasn't the only city up there. You saw that map? Is Baltimore up there? I didn't even look. Um, you are tuned into the Cool in the Gang show live every Tuesday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, Big G's in the building. Uh, the professor is here. Mac is in the building. Glam Chan is with us. And I am Mike Cooley. Um, take a second, hit that heart, hit that thumbs, hit that. Well, hit the heart. Just show us some love. We had, we had a rough week. Um, 
but a good week. Hit that heart, hit that share button, tell a friend to tell a friend about the Cooley and the Gang page in the show. It's only Tuesday. You had a rough week already? God damn. Well, Tuesday to Tuesday is our week. Oh, Lord. I can't hear nothing. I hear. You can't hear nothing? I can't hear nothing. I don't know what that means. In your headphones? Yes. Oh. Did you turn it down? I haven't touched anything. Test, test. Nothing? Something up here? Yeah, you unplugged it, numb nuts. God damn. I'm getting ready to say, because we, we can dance from here. No, we can't be pausing the show because you having all, fucking technical difficulties. All I saw was G's lips moving. I'm like, I, I don't hear nothing, but G's talking like <sighs> shit. All right, all right, let's get this one off. So I got another one. So this is DoorDash Abduction. I don't know if y'all saw this one, but I'm going to show it to you. We go home. She didn't do anything. She was just sleeping in the back seat. Elizabeth Grisby makes an emotional plea to the two men who DeKalb police say stole her car with her one-year-old daughter, Royalty Grisby, inside. The incident happened early Thursday morning here on Harvestdale Court in Stone Mountain. Grisby <laughs> says she often delivers food in this area as a driver for DoorDash. I got an order for DoorDash, and I picked up the order from Checkers, and then I came to drop it off. And as soon as I went to put the food down, I just heard somebody running and then I heard the door close. And as soon as I turned around, my my truck was, it was going down the street and my baby was still in the car. Grisby says the SUV is a keyless start and that's how the men were able to get away. I had my keys in my pocket and the only reason I didn't lock the door is because I was in a residential neighborhood, a nice neighborhood. And I didn't think it would happen. Police eventually found the SUV here on Earl Wayne Drive near Reed Ann, but Royalty wasn't inside and her car seat was gone too. This is a picture of Royalty who was asleep in the back seat. Her mom has a message. I don't even care. I don't care about nothing in the car. I don't care about none of that stuff. I just want my baby. That's all that I'm worried about. Uh, today we received a call from a homeowner who had been alerted by a passerby that a baby was crying on her porch. When she came out, she found the baby matching the description of baby royalty. She immediately called the police, and upon our arrival, we were able to confirm that it was indeed baby royalty. We called uh, her mother, who quickly reunited with her on the scene, and while she appeared to be in good health, she was taken to a local hospital to make sure that that is indeed the case. As it relates to Malachi, he is currently in our custody in this very building, and the investigation is ongoing with him. So we hope to have some answers soon. But as I said, it's just a good day to know that we have a baby back in the arms of its mother and the subject in custody. So we want to thank you again for everyone's help and contribution to this successful outcome. The times. All right. So just so as you as you heard, the baby was found. Uh, the suspect was 14 year old Malachi Richardson. He was taken into custody after being located off of Bolton Road in Atlanta earlier in the day. Police are under the belief that royalty was left on the porch by someone other than Richardson, who was being arrested roughly 25 miles from where royalty was found. All right. Just real quick. I have a push button start. And there's no way that I could be at the front door and somebody hits the button in my car and the car starts. So I think she needs to have a, a talk with the car. <laughs> 
the people I of the car. She, the car. What I'm thinking is she, she never stopped it. She never stopped then the she car. Lied because she said that the keys were in her pocket. Well, maybe yeah, she the did. keys was in her pocket. She said she turned the car off. I could have sworn she no, specifically she didn't, said. No, she didn't because I was listening for that. She didn't say she turned Oh, she the said car. she didn't lock the door. She didn't lock the door. The keys was in her because I could take your car. No, yeah, if it's running, you, yeah. can, you can roll out with but it. But I, once you turn it off, you can't turn it back right, on. Right, th that's the thing. And I thought that it could only go a certain amount. I thought it only can go so far. No, I think you got to turn it off. So, um, I ain't gonna lie, I thought she was lying at first. Well, forgive me. First of all, it's got to be rough. She got to, you know, she's doing DoorDash, so she don't like she she's trying to supplement her income. She had to bring the baby to work with her, but I mean, that's just rough. Like, what's up, NJ Rich? So, so where we stand on this one? It's hard out here, it's hard out here. Are you allowed to take people with you when you do DoorDash? I don't know how that works. Like, is it a rule, man? I done been I done been picked up in the Uber and the whole family done been in there. I'm playing Uno in the back seat with Shut children. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was about to say some, some people do it with Uber. If I think you, if you can play, yeah. So so I know a girl who who uh, who does DoorDash. So she takes her son sometimes whenever she don't she can't find a babysitter. She um she rides around with her son from time to time. Um, you know, the unfortunate side, it's a lot of unfortunate things that happened in this, this event because the, the boy that took the car, he probably, well, I know he wasn't thinking about it being a baby in there. Mm -hmm. He was thinking about joy riding, but he's now facing abduction charges, mm -hmm. which they're going, they're going to stick if he, you know, gets found guilty. Child um, abduction. Yeah, that's, that's rough, man. And see... People don't understand, like, how your record follows you later in your life. Mm -hmm. People really don't understand what that what that means until they're actually in that position. But um, I was feeling, I'm glad the lady got her baby back because I was sitting here like, yo, you out here trying to make some money. You probably didn't have enough for a babysitter or, or maybe it was late or whatever. And um, somebody took your car and took your child. Like, I'm just sitting here and I'm saying to myself, yo, I know you had to, like, break. Because we've seen so many times, so many scenarios where we have uh, people, children that come up missing, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you never see that child again. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you never hear about that child again. Like, that's what I thought this was, this was going to be like. I, I didn't think she was going to, you know, they were going to come up with the baby that fast. But thank God. You know, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Anything could have happened when he pulled off with that car. Yeah, could've he could have hit something. He could have crashed. Like that was one of those situations. I would have jumped in the car and, and looked around and would have been like, ah, "I was just joking." Right. <laughs> Reverse, like I was just joking. This was this was a lesson. Man, I was teaching you a lesson, man, lady. Man, don't tell nobody. Like right. I, I bought the baby back. I bought the baby back. But yeah, I did think I'm like, okay, please, Lord. I, I hate to think the worst, but did she do something to this baby? In my, you know what I mean? Like, that's the first thing I yeah, kind of thought too. Y'all think she they gonna bring her up on charges? She could, she could for uh, leaving the, for the baby. I don't know that. For leaving the baby, she. I mean, well, I would hope not in this situation, <coughs> unless somebody's just an ass. But I could see them trying to say because she left the child unattended in a running car. Yeah, because what was the girl who? Well, I know the girl that was what she was. She left her kids in the car to go to the horseshoe to gamble. But what was the girl that was? 30 minutes on a job interview. Yeah. I think they, 
And she had her kids in the car. She got they press charges on her. She got two court charges for that. Yeah, so I'm I'm sure they got press charges on this young lady as well. So that's just a fucked up situation, you know. Shit, we went to the outlets one time. Oh, yeah. And um I had left Aiden and Chase in the car, and Aiden was about mm, he might have been six, seven. He might have been about seven, six or seven. And um, the little dude rode up on his bicycle. They tried to take me down, yo, for leaving them in the car. Like, and I wasn't that far because I saw them when they rode up on the car. I just wasn't at the car. I might have been smoking a cigarette on the curb somewhere, but they really tried to jam me up for that. And I'm like, yo, he, she's in. They, they together. Like, but I understood what they were saying. But at the same time, you know, we don't be really thinking about that. Like, how many times have we just jumped out the car and might have mm-hmm. had the kids or niece or nephew or god, like somebody in the car? And you just run real quick, then run back. But this is the type of shit that can happen when, you know, you make that quick decision. Right, right, right. All right, I gotta go. You gotta call you a nigga? Yeah, yeah, don't do that. I'm going back inside and finish listening. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Um, I'll talk to y'all later. All right, G. Tell a friend friend about the Cool in the Gang show. No. <laughs> so yeah, so um yeah, that could have just ended all bad. So um but luckily, yeah. Um royalty, that was her name, right? How did they figure out it was like the how boy, I don't know because they, they said they found him. I don't know. Maybe she got a glimpse of him. Um cuz he said they said <laughs> he was found 25 miles where, from where the baby was. At least they I, I, I'm thankful they had a, a sense he got with his OG, and his OG was like, "Look, you done fucked up. I'm gonna go drop this baby off on the porch. On the porch, though. Like, did he ring the bell? Like, no, because the, <sighs> a, a pastor buyer is the one who told the person that there was a baby on her porch crying. That's great. Like, but I would rather have them have left the baby with at somebody's home versus. But you could at least nigga not ring the bell. Like, well, if I rang the doorbell, you might have opened it too quickly, and I would have got caught. But they said they don't think it was him because he was too far away. Well, whoever it was would have got caught. Shit, I'd have been like, look, this baby was just in that car crying. I just found the baby. But yeah, they probably would have questioned the shit out of him mm-hmm. and then connected you to Malachi. And then, yeah, it would have been, I don't know. Well, thankfully, the baby was found. Um, see, I, go ahead with the comments here. Um, oh, uh, Linnea said, I'm glad the baby was found safe. However, I would still lock my doors regardless of the so-called safe residential area. Yeah, like, especially because it's the baby, if nothing else, that's why you lock the door because the baby's in there. Um, Sienna, Sienna said she's glad it was a happy ending. Um, I think she was saying no, she don't think she'll catch charges. And Rich said, hey, NJ Rich, he said we were left in the car for hours back in the day. Mm-hmm. You ain't lying. <laughs> you got all the stories. Work. Yeah, I was trying this week. <clears throat> All right, so let's 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 uh keep it pushing like we do. Um, did I put this one up? I don't know what so this was another video, and um Shannon and I were trying to figure out whether where to put this um where to put this story at. What should it be the, the main story or last, but it didn't make it to the top subject for the night. So weak men chase women. Weak men chase women. Weak men chase women. Chase a woman. And this is coming from a woman. And fellas, if you are actively out there chasing a woman right now, stop. 
women do not like it. We don't respect it. And we do not value men that chase us. Why? Because we subconsciously or consciously view that man as weak. There's no challenge to him. He does not have other options. Because if he did, he wouldn't be so busy chasing up behind me. And obviously, if you're chasing that woman, she's not even giving you any play. She's not even showing you that she's interested. This is why you guys will see those same women that you are chasing, chasing up behind other men. Chasing up behind the men that are not paying. Thank you for stopping her because she does not speak for the women as a whole. She speaks for her dumb ass self. <laughs> but, but, but I have learned one thing dealing with females throughout my lifetime. Females would be more interested in the man that ain't paying her no attention because she wanted to know if all these other niggas is after me, what's your problem? Why you ain't paying me no attention? Why you not on me like that? No, I could see it in that view, but it ain't like women out here just running out here grabbing niggas up. Now, it's okay. So there is a difference between, I feel like, a, a band chasing you because let's be real. Women like the chase. Women like that game. We like to know that a man is interested in us, but it's a difference between that and a thirsty dude. That one is irking your motherfucking nerve. Won't leave you the fuck alone. He don't get the picture. He just he just won't stop. But he buy you That's lunch at work. Oh, so you don't get honest with him. What, wait a minute. What you say, Maggie? That's a borderline stalker right there. Okay, <laughs> whatever. That's the that's the chase that we don't like, but. The one or the man who shows interest and he's willing to go the extra mile and he's calling, showing his interest. Why would a woman not like that? That does not mean he doesn't have options. That just means that it's you he wants yeah. versus all the rest of them holes out there. So add you to the list too. Her perspective. I mean, you, but you won't know unless you have a conversation to see exactly where dude's head is. But if a man ain't if a man ain't interested at all, he ain't going to chase you. Like her perspective on the chase, I think needs to. I think it's change. a thin line between chase and stalk. Yeah, you have the one that call constantly, constantly call. And <laughs> Rashad uh, said, Derek Jackson said the same thing. Mm. <laughs> you know, Derek Jackson, yeah, you're going to be hurting for a little while. He's he going to no, be the, the memes off the hook. So, as far as what she said, this is what I heard. I heard her saying basic. Well, I, what is chasing? And that's, that's what, what um, Sienna, Sienna so Sienna said. What's the definition, what's the of, definition chasing? of chasing? So I think so, that's what we need to figure out what is what is chasing. So, just in my opinion, I think that um, uh, now, well, I think that she has a point. But um, I don't. I don't necessarily agree with her reasoning. Why she was? I think she was on to something, and she let it go with with her reasoning. Um, and that, and it really just sounded more personal than um, like a psychological reason. But <clears throat> the way that out. The only reason why I agree with what she's saying is because not the options and all that other stupid shit she said. But I can agree with that because if 
if you have a person that is is constantly chasing um, a woman, there's a good chance that the, if he's spending that kind of time per, pursuing her, knowing that if you're going to use the word chase, I'm assuming that she's not giving him the attention that he that he's looking for. Um, that means that he's probably not spending t- enough time developing himself, developing his 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 work, his his craft, or other important things. He's spending more time trying to get the attention of somebody that doesn't want the attention of him. And generally, that happens because of a lack within themselves. Within themselves, there's something that they feel like they're lacking. So that's why they continue to do it. It becomes an ego thing. Like I know she's not ignoring me. I know that she's, you know, she's not gonna treat me like this. How how dare her behave this way with me? Um, so it continues to be an ongoing thing. But the whole thing about you have no other options, and um, when you hear the word weak, you automatically think um, you automatically think of like. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say something negative, but it's not necessarily per se. It's not necessarily a weak. Not necessarily being weak is a negative thing. It might just be who you are. Some men are just not strong in that area. They just don't have the ability to just let the woman. Um, I don't want to say come to him, but that's what I was thinking. Re- return the same return the same energy like he he just he has to be the ultimate overbearing aggressor in every situation but the word that i'm thinking of is overcompensate a lot of times you guys like that they do overcompensate in a lot of different in a lot of different areas and you've seen it and when you really think about the guys that you know of that consistently chase women you'll realize that you know what they are they are overcompensators. They are um, feeling like they've lacked in some areas because they may have shared it with you because you guys are friends. You you know certain personal things, and you're saying to yourself, okay, if he was making if he felt like he was making more money, then he wouldn't always chase after women because they give him a certain mental status or a visual status. Um, and that's just again, that's just my opinion. Just things that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And and I can see where I can see where she was going with it, but I think she kind of lost it with her adding her own personal shit. You know, one one thing that I can't figure out is, <clears throat> and we said this on the show one time before. Why do black women and black men always try to find another reason to beat each other down? Like it is always somebody out there saying that you are inadequate in some shape, form, or fashion. And it's usually us talking about us. We don't generally don't say that about white people, you know, mm-hmm. or, or white counterparts. We don't say that, that white people are, are weak when it comes to relationships or finances or things like that. Generally, when we talk about each other and it comes to the, to the area of relationships and, and men and women, it's always some shit like you're, you're not good enough or you're inadequate or it's um um you know uh uh why would you think that it's okay for you to talk to me knowing that you're in a position that you're in Mm -hmm. instead of instead of 
talking more along the lines of, I see the position that you're in. I know what you want to do. I see your energy. I see you moving. I see you wanting, wanting to do better. I have what you're, what you're lacking in. And I want to make sure that because of what I feel about you, I'm going to put that energy into you so that way you, we both can su- succeed. But that's not how people see it. They just want to beat each other down, just make, make, my, make people feel bad and just be like, damn, I got to deal with a fucking drug addict or a scumbag and shit for the rest of my life because, you know, these, these, these other women, they just, you know, they just wear out my lead. And I'm going to tell you something, just something personal. Some years ago, this, this had to be about 10 or 15 years ago. And those, you know, those who know me know that, um, you know, I've, I've done some different things. I've, I've, I've encountered many different people. Yes, this one person, this one person in particular told me verbatim that she was out of my league. Right. Yeah. I said, okay. I said, all right. I ain't had nothing else to say. You know what I mean? If you felt as though you out of my league, I'm out. Yeah. You out of my league. Or, or I'm out of whatever you out of my league, right? Then that's fine. You know what I mean? There's nothing else for me to say because you've already put it in your mind that you're in a certain category of life, and I'm not. So I was done with the conversation. Do you know? Fast forward a couple years later, um, we were out, or I was out at a at a, an event, and she was there. She took a picture with me, and her homegirl came to me, whispering in my ear. Talking about, yo, you know she really like you, yo. Um, <laughs> why don't you, you know, why don't why don't you make it work with her? I just said, yeah, and just had that little little grimace, that little uh, <laughs> that little grimace, showed a gold tooth on the side, like, gotcha, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> right, but let me ask you this, Professor. So, because uh-huh. this been said a lot too, that only weak black men date white women. Do you believe I don't that? Agree with that either? Nope, I don't agree with that either. See, see, again, I go back to the whole thing of people trying to put a person in a category because because of something that they, that they don't understand. So mm-hmm. because you don't understand it, you're going to say that, oh, it must be something wrong with you because you want to do this. Now, me personally, be, and this is my own thing. When I was in elementary school, school I grew up around all white people. This before I came out in the county. When I lived on Bel Air Road, it was all white. I don't know if people remember that, but it was all white up and down Bel Air Road. And living out there, fast forwarding, taught me a lot. White people have always shown me that there is a big difference between me and them, or people of color and them. They may not say it in words, but they say it in behavior. There's certain things that I just will never understand. And I always felt like there's a divide there. I always felt like if I went to uh, a, a, a white girl's house, what would her parents be thinking about me? Mm-hmm. What is it that they would say about me when I wasn't in a room? What is it that they're gonna say about me when I leave? I always felt like I would be out of place. So I never wanted to put myself in a position like that. So I just never even um, entertained the thought. But yo, for real, love is love. If you feel like this person could love you better than, than a person of color, they're so big, you know, and that's that's giving the simple answer. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the 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 uh, more psychological. psychological side of it because here's the reality of something. 
and I'm gonna just give you this little quick insight. Again, just my opinion. People were so upset with Queen Elizabeth in a situation with um with with with, with the prince and the, and the black lady, right? <laughs> but the one thing that people don't understand is, and I and I think we might have said this on the show too. One thing people don't understand is bloodlines. There is something that happens when you mix bloodlines. And we understand it with animals, but we don't apply it when it comes to people. <clears throat> when you change up bloodlines, you start introducing diseases. You start introducing problems into that bloodline. People mm. got to stop acting like that's not a reality because it is. Mm. So uh, the question we're, ta we're talking about now, weak men chase women. So a young lady was online and she gave a video uh, pretty much bashing men who chase women, uh, defining you as weak and the fact that you're chasing me shows that nobody wants you. Um, uh, Sienna had a good question. What is the definition of chasing? Um, I always thought that, um, I always believed that a little, a light, you know, the game, the yeah, the, game. the little chase game. Like, you know, I thought that was always kind of like, you know, well, I'm not going to just, you know, let you get to me that easy. I'm going, you're going to have to work for this. So man, I think guys need to realize the difference between chasing and stalking. That that's where the left the line. Well, being thirsty, as Linnea put it. It's but is it thirsty? Like, well, stalk. I think it's the difference between stalking and being thirsty. Stalking is scary. Stalk, yeah, stalking, stalking is, is scary. scary. But thirsty. the th thirsty is annoying. <laughs> yeah, thirsty is just and fucking annoying. Like the dude, but you, you know what? The dude, you give your number two, and ten minutes later, he's calling you. That's he done called you fifteen minutes. But why? After why that, isn't that thirty minutes after that? But that's me and showing then, my. If I meet you in a club, I know I ain't the only guy you gave your number to. So when the club let out, if I call you or text you, like, hey, this, you know, this the professor, lock me in. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that's cool. But mm -hmm. then if you're calling me 20 minutes later, <laughs> I just want to make sure you got home okay. Is and that I'm like, I call you back. <laughs> if I can call you back. You don't call me. <clears throat> and then you ask, and I see you. Because now I'm worried. Like, they, they were shooting outside the club. Me. They were shooting outside the club. Me. So now I'm checking on you. Don't check on me. Check on her. And her. You is her. And her. her. It was, it was, it was a slow was, night. I only got one number. It was a slow night. <laughs> it was a slow night. <laughs> was calling you to make sure that number right. Whatever. That too. Wrong number. I'm gonna call you right there. If I, <laughs> if I call, uh, if I call, I ain't calling because I'm trying to really check on you. I'm calling and trying to come over right now. <laughs> Hello, there you go. There you go. Thank you, Professor. Why, why I gotta wait? Why I gotta wait till tomorrow? Shit, you think I'm thirsty? Yeah, if that's what you want to call it, just just <laughs> go on and let me slide on over, and then you'll see how thirsty I'm after that shit over when I don't call no more. Yeah, <laughs> press. Don't be pressed. Nobody wants to press, nigga. Nobody oh. wants to press, nigga. Rashad, you know what's funny? You know what's funny about women? Women do not want guys to show that they are interested, but get mad when you don't show them attention. Exactly. It's, no, so, it's so confusing. It's, it's like. no, it's <laughs> okay, for me, for me, show me you interested without making me feel like you smothering me. You made me email you for like almost three weeks before you gave me your phone. Okay. Email, you know? okay. Like, like we work together. Okay, like. okay. No, whatever. <laughs> Listen, and you email timely. You wasn't sending me emails every five minutes, every 20 minutes, every 30 minutes. <laughs> Baby, because if you did, you would not be here right now. Know that. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I change think women, <laughs> women don't want to feel smothered. Like, sir, I don't even know you yet. Like, sir, please. Y'all ain't right. Like, seriously, like, y'all got to make up y'all mind. It's like when you, um after the club, you hook up with a chick, you ready to go, and she want to cuddle. 
That's 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 how men feel smothered. <laughs> yeah, that is very smothered. I want to go home. You are now. okay. You, you don't like that shit. Home. You don't like you that shit, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we like it. Let's see. Linnea, okay, we Linnea oh, suppressed. Go stalking, Rashad says stalking is when a man pursues a woman and she says no, and that man continues. <laughs> okay, yes. So now she tells you flat out, no, nah, I'm, I'm not, not interested. interested. It depends going. on how she say it, though. She be like, no, nah, I ain't fucking with you. I heard about you. Okay, she playing. That's that chase game. That's that game. Right? But if you you straight get like, like, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, I'm not interested. I got a man. And you like, where your ring at? Bitch, don't matter. I said, Why you be a bitch? Like, what the fuck? Go on. That, that was no. Yeah, you a stalker. Um, Linnea said there's a difference with obsessed and genuine concern. And then Rashad said thirsty is You don't I'm know that in the beginning, though. Yeah, we don't. But if you call me five minutes after I gave you a number, you talking to me like we know each other forever. So you a stalker. Okay. Rashad said thirsty is when a man shows interest in a woman and she leads that man on by not saying she's not interested. Exactly. I think that's where the thirst comes from. If if we work together and I'm at your desk every day talking to you and you talking, but you kind of holding back, but still giving me some signs that there is some interest there. Then I'm going to keep coming back, Could even though in your mind you may be thinking it? like I'm going to just give me lunch at least twice a week. Could you be misreading that? Okay, for not, a, not if you're taking the lunch. I'm buying. What? Don't don't take the lunch. And see, that's where y'all get it fucked up because y'all take the you shit. Friend, no, don't take it. No, because you know what I want. So if you take I it, I don't know what you want. No, if you take it, that means you saying I'm getting it. That's not true. See. Okay. So you take that, lunch, that means I'm, I'm breaking you so down. And that's the problem. Y'all think y'all misread, dessert. and I think females nah. misread some females too. As I well. think females just be too. trying to get shit. And I mean, if you're going to give it, then you fuck yeah, I'm going to take it. Okay. That's like Marcus behind me. If I thought for a second, and don't get me wrong because Marcus is a nigga, Marcus is a nigga, nigga. So I know if I was the type of chick that would be like, okay, Marcus, let's go, that motherfucker will, will fuck. However, Marcus does not show me interest like he's trying to fuck. So we, you know, he sit behind me. I like Marcus, but trust and believe. Oh, yeah. If I, the day that I'm out of the picture, that's a whole different situation. And that's the day that me and Marcus will fucking stop speaking. <laughs> that's a whole different point situation. Blank. And we, and we point blank. That's the day me and Marcus stop fucking speaking, okay? But yes, that's, you know, that's my homeboy. I, you know, in my mind, I think I'm a nigga. So I talk shit to him. I tell him he ain't shit. You know what I mean? When he out doing his escapades, he like, guess what? Let me tell you about the chick. And I, you know what I mean? And if he going buy lunch, I'm going to fucking take the lunch. However, the minute I feel like Marcus is about to cross the line, it, we got to stop. You're no longer my friend. I don't want to talk to you no more. I don't even want to keep but when, you. But some women know that the interest is there. And, they, they know what they're okay. dealing with, I mean, and they still, they still like play the game. Play, and and play I ain't even gonna say, want. ladies, don't. I'm not gonna say you're playing. I'm, I'm gonna just say it's you. a game. It's a game because if they're not interested, it's a game. It's a game. I like you as a friend. I like, yeah. but however, like I said, okay. Before I started messing with you, it was a dude I was not interested. And I'm talking about I talk shit to the dude. Like straight gets smart. You know what I mean? When he responded, I would I would be laughing because the shit was just fucking hilarious to me. Like, however, like but you still talk to him. Bro. I did. I still talked to him because it was entertaining. And that was leading him on. And but at the same time, I at no point in time did I ever let him know that. I was interested. I showed interest in that way. I let them know, like, nah. Every yo. time you answer the phone, you show well, interest. No, it's not. Like, yo, I told if, you. If I reach out, Negro, you, if I can get I in contact with you whenever I want daddy, to, then he I said interest. to me, 
I thought you said you you weren't trying to be in a relationship, but you living with some nigga now. Was I that nigga? You was that nigga. Damn. <laughs> so at no point in time did I lead My him. Bad, dog. I lead him on any way. Like it was straight, like yo, I ain't trying to be in a relationship. I however, however, if he wanted to go out for drinks, yes, I was rolling. I was rolling, but I was. That's listen, it right there. Listen. Listen, I told him straight up, I didn't want no relationship. I wasn't trying to fuck with nobody like that. He and I never had a sexual relationship ever, ever. Like, so it was, it was nothing that gave him the impression that we were even getting close on that line. So it ain't my fault that you ain't reading what I'm giving you. So I agree with Mike. I agree that, that I think women, I think women teetered the line with that shit. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I I think we talked about this on the show as well before about right. how women women say I'm trying to I'm trying to tell him no I'm trying to tell him I don't like I'm him. Trying. Well, how do you how do you try to tell somebody you're not listening? <laughs> you do or you don't. Now I heard what you said a few minutes ago, and that is one of the things that you said is one of my biggest problems when it comes to comes to women. Yo. You don't need to give him an explanation of why you're not interested. If you're not interested, just say you're not interested. interested. If you say that you're not interested, you got a boyfriend. Guess what he just heard? Well, if you didn't have a boyfriend, you would be interested. So he's going to stay around Uh until that changes or if it changes. When you could have just told him you weren't interested and it would have ended the whole conversation. Yeah, I agree. But so we got more comments and then we're going to go on into our uh, main dish. Okay, I'll read the comments. Oh, sorry. All right, my bad. I think Rashad was laughing at me. He might not have been, but I'm going to claim it. All right, then. Um, Linnea says, some guys feel that when a woman accepts a gesture, rather it be a meal purchase or another financial gesture, that he he's wearing her down. We as women need to be truthful so that there is no confusion. That okay. Exactly. All right. All right, then. All right. Okay. All right, then. All right. Rashad says, so it's okay for a man to stalk and be thirsty when it's beneficial to him. <laughs> that part. That part. Right there. <laughs> that part. Right there. It's best when you tell, Rich said, it's best when you tell a guy straight up and not take anything from him. Exactly. When you keep accepting something, that is leading someone on. Because mm-hmm. even though you're you're saying no, but you're taking it, so I'm wearing you down. Apparently not. All right. So on well, to the next one. My single days is over, so I can't play them games anymore. So this one right here is a little is a little touchy. And I want y'all to really listen to what the young lady is saying. Um, I'm not even gonna intro it, but I want y'all to really listen to what she's saying and don't judge it beforehand. Um you know, let her get. She has an accent, so please bear with her. She got that. I love London accents. Has expressed that she doesn't want to have sex for the sake of having sex, and she wants to have sex, you know, with only with someone that she's chatting to or something like that. But you're not interested in chatting to her. But then you go ahead and chat to her just for the sole purpose of having sex with her, knowing that when you have sex with her, you're gonna dip. That's manipulation. And when you manipulate someone into having sex with you, that is coercion. And coercion is sexual abuse. Do you understand? Because when she told you that she doesn't want to have sex for the sake of having sex the same way you do, if that's all you wanted from her, you should have just left it. You shouldn't have gone and manipulated and weaved your way into there, you know, and try and do what you can to G. And then once you hit, you go, that's sexual abuse. 
let me tell you that and a lot of people don't know that so i'm glad that she commented that because i even forgot to mention that myself so the point is if someone doesn't want to have sex with you for whatever reason just leave it don't try and go out of your way to make them change that opinion leave it so is she preaching or is she reaching is a smash and dash sexual abuse i think this, i think i think it can be perceived that way and i think that some people want to use that little uh statement as as a as a means to say that 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 that's okay but <laughs> yo they messing up the game no that's all i can say like, I, I feel like i feel like they're taking all the pieces off the monopoly board to just come up with their own theory on how shit works it's the new era what you say mac you say hell, hell no no because you you i mean because to get to that point to just smash, you agreed to it. So you wanted it as well. So you can't say it was abuse. Did you hear what she said though? Coerced into it. So if you and I if you and I are talking and I'm letting you know that I'm I'm not out here just trying to fuck. Like I'm not looking for a nigga to just trying to fuck. Like I'm really out here trying to meet somebody and build something with. And you know, and this is kind of, we kind of tap on something like this, maybe not in this direction, but before, and you know that your intentions is not to build something with me. Like you just trying to fuck. So you know this now, like, okay, she not gonna fuck me unless I'm telling her that I'm trying to be her man. Da, 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 da. So you start flipping the game so that it looks like me and you are kicking it, me and you are building something. And then once I finally fuck you, you roll out. That's that's what she's saying in that situation because your intentions was not your true intentions was not what you are portraying them to be, knowing that I've already told you that's not what I want. So yes, I may want to sleep with you, but I don't want to sleep with you just to be fucking you. All right. So now I mean if if you knowingly coming into this saying like, oh yeah, I tell her whatever she wanna hear as long as I can hit. I wouldn't say it wouldn't be abuse is wrong, but it wouldn't be abuse. That's what gives me the abuse part. Right. A person could actually be trying to build something and along the line, something just don't work out. Y'all may have already slept together, but that don't mean he's not fucking with you because y'all didn't already slept together. So some other things could have played a part in it. I think she means like you and I sleep together tonight. Tomorrow, I don't hear from your ass no more after you finally get it. That's the way I'm I'm receiving what she's that's saying, not that me you and I after that we still talking and kicking it, or eventually we eventually die off. But now that you got the draws, you done with me. You ain't so got no back with me. I mean, but what is that abuse? Yes, yes, Man. that's abuse. You just abuse the pussy. You abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you abuse it, she ain't gonna be worried about it. That means you- Hey, I got. I, hey, it was good to me. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess in my mind, that's what she means. Like those those dudes that are just like after you get it, you out. Like you just what's they call it? you ghost me now. Like you gone. So you intentionally manipulated the situation yeah. to get what you want. And manipulation is a form of abuse. I mean, you can manipulate people and mentally abuse them. You can physically ab- manipulate people and physically abuse. So why would sex be any different? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just I think that's the, the abuse thing. That word is just like. Yeah, like 
it's a little too harsh for that particular situation. Imagine getting a text from a girl like you, you know, she told you like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get married. I want a strong man be in a relationship. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get married, too. <laughs> and y'all hit. And then you don't call her for a week. And the next thing you get a text is like, I don't know what happened. I thought we were on the same page. You sexually abused me. Like, whoa, like, what right. the fuck? <laughs> like, what, like, what, what, come, you can get the comments up. I, I would say, I would say you sexually abused me too. <laughs> I thought it was going to be better than it was. Oh, I cannot deal with y'all. Oh my goodness. Oh, I should. I would say, you see how long it took me to come? That was because of you. I can't work with stupid things. It's backwards. All right, where was I? Uh, uh, Rashad said, first he said both. He thinks it, it's it No, could. no, no. He was talking about when you asked him a question, he said both. What so I go to just now nah, she's looking for a relationship. He was saying, nah, she was looking for a relationship, not just sex. So, exactly. Um, Sienna said, what if the sex is trash? All righty. Um, but you still, but you ghost her. Yeah, it don't matter. So we can say it too. Men can say it too. If I tell you everything I want and I really like you and then we have sex and then you don't call me, then I'm calling sexual abuse on women. And I think, men, we don't do that enough. Like, like if you feel that like a woman has wronged you or taken advantage of you, your body or something, like, you know, don't be afraid like to come out as a man and say, like, yo, she sexually abused me. Like, she manipulated me into having sex, co coerced me into sex. Yeah, you're right, y'all. Yeah. Right, there's some people I remember when I was younger, but I don't like how that shit went. I'm gonna, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do something about that. Mm -hmm. Shut up! <laughs> I gotta do something about that. Me too. <laughs> uh, I don't like. I don't like that shit. I hate y'all too. Uh, Rashad said, on the other hand, if a man speaks sex without relationship, I think seeks seeks sex without a relationship. That's the true intention of that man. Um, he, she continues to entertain that man, knowing what his intentions were, and allow that man. To bamboozle, did I go too far? Yeah, bamboo, bam, bamboozle, you sis. Well, I mean, it depends. It, it depends. It depends. Because if you and I are having a conversation up front and I'm letting you know up front and you're telling me this is your intentions, I don't have anything else to, but to believe but your word until you show me something different. So if your actions leading up to us having sex is aligning with your words, how much? Yeah, yeah, you bamboozled the fuck out of me because you played the game to get what you want. You mentally and sexually abused me to get what you needed. And I think a lot of people don't, and, and that's the part where a lot of people get caught up. Mental abuse is real. Like, so I believe a woman could come out and say, like, she was mentally abused by a man. I don't know how far it would be, go okay. as far as, you know, any, you know, punishment, but. I don't think. Because at the end of the day, the sexual act is consensual all around. There's no crime being done. It's more, I think it's more of a mental, a mental thing. It's like, damn, like, like you really fucked me up mentally because I thought it was something more than what it was. So could, let me ask you this. Could, could a situation like that fall on into the same lines as saying you were drugged? Like you, if when you're drugged, your mental is distorted. You're, mm -hmm. you know, you have no control over your mm -hmm. actions. So can I, can I mentally just from my words, can that be consumed as like a sort of a, like a, a drugging, like just my mental confusion to you of what I wanted, and I use that to get to you mentally to get what I wanted. 
then yeah, you might be in a fucked up situation. If yeah. to the right judge at the right time, like you could really be fucked up. Yeah. Well, you know what this mean to me? That's how you put the pets down. <laughs> better. That means you better. You call her the next day and then go to three days later. Nah, you better get you a contract and have it in your phone on the ready. <laughs> yeah, we getting there. Like it, it's it's crazy. I feel sorry for y'all out in these streets. All right, Rich said if the woman doesn't want to have sex with the guy, then the guy should respect it. But women have to know that it's a chance that that can happen. True. And you're and you're it's very true. That's very true. The hope is that time that time is taken to know the person before you sleep with them. So don't just go and jump in the bed with them. And man, uh, Rashad said a man can't be straightforward with a woman in the way in that way because it's an automatic turnoff. Many women don't want to be seen as objects, but others want want it, but don't want to be viewed as a hoe. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, Rich said, do women financially abuse men? Oh, they let's will talk say, about it. Woo. They will say what they can't, what they can to get money. Nah, both preaching and reaching. I thank you. I knew you was. I knew what you was talking about. He tried to play me like I don't mean. I know. Thank you, Sean. How about that? Do women financially abuse men? Yup. Yup. Right. Hell yeah. They they say like they she lay there and and uh, 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 all day long and then when you get ready to go and then when you get ready to go I need I need my hair done I need mm -hmm. my health or going to I think a topic that I even um, mentioned to you like women want to want men to carry everything there's some there's some women and there are some men because it actually kind of help happens on both ends especially with us watching Married at First Sight we saw it on the men's side as well first sight. if you're not watching Married at First Sight and you're if you're interested in psychological psych, psychology and people watching and just married at first sight, you need to go catch up on that season one. Like just it's yeah, a we, good show. It's we a good experiment. So it's a good social experiment. But what we about the whole fact of that old tradition of men carrying the whole financial mm -hmm. burden of the of, of a the household. House. Um so there's a lot of women now who still feel that way. Like, you know, he should be paying all the bills. And like I said, I want to show the man that was his perspective. That's how he grew up. He wanted to be able to carry the household for his woman. However, me, I feel like that's a control issue. You feel like it gives too much control to the man. Yeah. You're not going to carry this household 100% because I mean, damn, you tell me what I can, can't, won't do in our household. But see, that's that the selfish reasons, LB. You just being selfish because you no, still want to but, but, there, but you got to realize there are a lot of men who who will feel like because I do X, Y, and Z, I control X, Y, and Z, and you're limited to how much say you have in a situation. And listen, I love my husband, and I feel like I know him enough that that won't be our situation. However, I'm not willing to relinquish that. So I'm going to carry, we're going to do this together. Because this is ours. If if I pay the gas and electric bill, and you think you gonna just have it all up on ninety whenever you want to, see, I ain't got to say something too. That's see that's your shit. We gonna pay that gas and electric bill half and half, yo. We paying it half and half, yo. I'm no, gonna pay fifty percent of that bill. 
So, and it's so it depends. Ephesians 5, 22 through That's 24. I went to the Bible. Wives, <laughs> submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. And that's why I was not in For my the home. husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head. They don't of say the you church. gotta pay all the bills. And he is the savior of the body. Where does it say he pay all the bills? Wives, submit yourselves and that's unto just why your own husbands as unto daddy, the Lord. Your daddy. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. Amen. And Christ he is the savior of the body. Sir, well, sit back well, and I, almost, I almost ain't get married. Because <laughs> you know what they say to uh to love and obey and Thank all of that. All of that was not that was not in my vows. She paused at the obey part. My girl. That's why she's my sister. I was going to walk out. I was going to walk out right there. My sister. I wasn't going to let, let you go, Mac. I was like, hold up, bro. We, we, we can work this you, out, bro. You paused, but I had dad take it out. But see, why? Like, see that? Okay, let me read some comments. Uh <laughs> and that goes, and, and right here, Rashad said, question, why do women have so much mental power over sex? Like, you are, like, you want you want to be I want to be married I want to I want to be married you, like you don't want to succumb to the traditional laws of marriage nobody wants that anymore everybody wants to be married on their own terms so what's the traditional law of marriage man is the head of the house okay so okay love cherish obey why does that word obey scare it scares you as an adult but you have to respect it as a child so obey, well, because the men of the men of this century take that terminology. And we don't even get a chance to. How do you know? Like Negro, please. Y'all taking it out of the situation. It makes me think that you have some preconceived notion of how I am as a person. Like I'm controlling. Oh, I, exactly. I, I do. I do. Like I we do. like we just met. Like you don't know me already. So you are I met thinking. you and I know you. That's why I needed to take it out because I already know. <laughs> I already know. What's the I already know. Okay. Yeah. Linnea said, right, because back in the day when a man or the or the head of the household left the family, the woman was left financially stunning. You're not leaving my ass like that. And yes, I work. And if you pay all the bills and I can probably do whatever I want for my check. But I'd rather put half. I'd rather pour into my household just like you. We're a team. We're a team. And at no point in time, at no point in time, no point in time. Will I have more control over anything in this household than you will? And at no point in time will you have more control over anything in our household than me. So it's okay for me to decide what we're going to eat for dinner, but it's not okay Hell for me to yeah. tell you to go cook it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. There, you go. there you go. That is a chauvinistic view on things. That's a chauvinistic. And see, that's the thing. If you paying all the bills and your expectation for me is going to probably be that I have to do everything in this household, I gotta cook every day. I gotta do all of that. But at the same time, I'm not that lady from the 1960s, 40s, and 50s who don't have a job. But they stayed married for 40, 50, 60, 70 years. And didn't like each other. Couldn't stand each other. Like and love is two different things. And didn't love each other either. We stayed together because that's what the Bible said. Whatever. So yes. that's the difference as well as as things because if you're going to pay everything in the household don't expect me to have those same expectations as your grandmother and your great-grandmother had when i'm also working too but we don't even get a chance to put our expectations okay out there. guess what right here cooling the game march 23rd moving forward april 1st mike is paying all the motherfucking bills where here <laughs> yeah mike 
the kid. <laughs> there it is. Okay. And 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 so does that mean I get everything that I would like? I I expect. So let's hear. So if you were to pay all the bills in the household, what would your expectations be for your wife who is not contributing financially to the household? The kids well kept, dinner cooked, laundry done, house clean, sex whenever time to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Time to fuck. <laughs> I don't want to fuck. Just one hit. I don't want to fuck. Just one hit. I don't want to fuck. I just want. I want to fucking divorce already. <laughs> I'm working hard See? taking care of this house. Okay, boom. So but take care of me. So does that take mean? Does that me. mean I get to retire from Social Security now? If you go, if you will does today in front of, if you, if today in front of these people, you are going to tell me. That I can get everything on my list and my expectations will be met. <laughs> she hell yeah. I'll call your boss too. I'll call him right. What's his, call him now. No, she done because she done. <laughs> uh, she come back. She got things to do here. I ain't never that tell me. I can never be that woman though. See, that's I can it. Never be that so woman. it don't even matter, even if I did agree to it. Yeah. I could agree to it, be paying all the bills somewhere along the line in that relationship. Things are gonna you're gonna Talk, what Eddie Murphy say? What has he done for you lately? Like, one of them hating ass girlfriends is gonna come along. Not you, Sienna. I love you. <laughs> one of them hating ass girlfriends is gonna come along, and they gonna get all in your head. Like, girl, you know that you ain't got to do all that. You can go ahead and do for yourself. And when he come home and he pull it out, and you be like, mm, no, not today. I, mm -hmm. I got a headache. No, you going we gonna sex through that headache. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> Better take a fucking eight hundred milligram motion and get that thing popping. <laughs> Shit, I ain't for the bullshit. Okay. I'm just saying. And that's just wives why. submit yourselves unto your own husband. <laughs> and that's just why today's society is not like it used to be. And and I believe that's a part of the problem. And that's just why the husbands, because even back then the women was stay at home. She was like, I'm gonna take care of your kids. I'm gonna cook your food and you might have a clean house. But guess what? That's why he had a wife and three kids on the other side of town because she said, go fuck yourself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's why Derek Jackson and his beret wearing wife, that's what happened with them. <sighs> he said, you I know. told you don't wear that shit no more, man. I told you this is not sexy. And it said, this is why he, when he's coming home, she had on his like pinstripe suit. When she come home, when he keep coming home to Clef, what do you call it? Clefto Dollar? Clefto Dollar. <laughs> you should have sent me the things I had to post the picture. Yeah, that shit was funny. No, that's but no, yeah. So let me read these comments real quick. Rashad said, in today's society, no matter who leaves, who is my man left? Huh? I don't understand. The man is that financially stunt. Oh, okay. So if I if I leave, if I leave you, I'm getting alimony because you took care of me exactly. all, all this time. You you so didn't I'm gonna financial, financially stunted that way, but alimony ain't child support. Depending upon how much money you make, but if not, then if you ain't making a whole lot of money, then I ain't got shit to get my life started. It don't matter. You're still going to get something. And nine times out of 10, you're going to be with someone else and you don't even have to get married to them and I'll still be paying. So you and your new boyfriend are laid up in the house. I'm paying alimony, child support. 
and whatever else the judge and threw at me because the old laws, yeah, they old laws and they sound, may sound archaic, but they're still um, fail safes that still protect the woman a thousand percent. Look at that. I'm gonna take your ass fishing. <laughs> yeah, that was that's, a- that's what I was sitting here thinking. <laughs> fuck, I, fuck, I'm gonna keep paying alimony for it. Shit, it only costs ten thousand to uh, make everything go away. <laughs> See, says um, NJ Rich says some ladies want men to pay all the bills so they don't have to worry ab- about it. And I mean, and like I said, to, to each and I give you an allowance. And, and that's the thing. Don't give me no motherfucking allowance. <laughs> well, you say allowance. You don't, don't control my money. You don't don't tell me I don't, you only give me. You think me I'm gonna be out here breaking my back working? Don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't you. tell me you won't give me a hundred. Here's hundred fifty dollars to go sh- grocery shopping for the month. Here's fifty dollars for you for, for to do whatever. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. It I'm going fucking work. It ain't fifty. It's forty. It go forty. <laughs> I'm going to fucking work. Make it enough. And bring back the receipt. I want to see you give it all up. There you go. Exactly. No, that we ain't going down like that. That ain't happening. No, no, no. So you that's what. Be that giant, you can go to save a lot of something. <laughs> exactly. Know. Exactly. No. No, 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 no. Can't do it. And then have you met my kids? You want me to stay home and take care of these motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't understand why that word obey and submit, like, why does it scare so much? And Linnea said, unfortunately, because some men took that passage literally, literally. I mean, how else am I to take it, Linnea? It is what it says what it says. Like, I mean, that's what it is. <sighs> obey. Go bark. Wives and submit yourselves. Ruff, ruff. Husbands. Let me say, obey is more than just the seasoning. That devil is a lie. It's only seasoning. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, I guess so. Smash and dash is it sexual abuse? No, no. It's mental, a mental abuse. Nah, it's not. It's not sexual abuse. But I mean, people gonna spend shit. People play with words all the time. They gonna spend it to make it sound mm-hmm. like it's it's sexual abuse and it's such a a horrible thing. When you decided to to uh, pull your little raggedy ass drawers <laughs> off, just like I decided to take my. Uh, my uh, clean boxes off, you know. So you know why? Why we got to make a big thing out of it and make it seem like some type of uh, conspiracy against you and your little twat? Why, why? You were supposed to be the one. You were supposed to be the one. Well, but is it, is, it, is it sexual abuse for you to have a ninety day rule? Ooh, how about that? That's not sexual abuse, George. That is uh, that no. is mental abuse. You want me to be faithful to you. You want me to be only with you to show you that I'm trying to build with you, but yet you want me to suffer for 90 days. I could have been a hoe before. That can be get hitting off every other day, and you want me to just go cold turkey? Well, and, 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 all, I, and I, all, I come to your house, you got the little shorts on, you, you, you know, walking around, then you get the kissing, we get the kissing all heavy on the couch while watching Netflix, and then all of a sudden, no, stop. Right. You tell me that for 89 days. No, <laughs> 89 days. Balls blue in the goddamn uh, <laughs> New York next uniform. Just blue. <laughs> Come on. Like, that's abuse. That, that is, is abuse. That's abuse. Well, first of all, if you already know I got my 90 day rule, why the fuck you keep trying to fuck me? You are doing this to yourself. You were just joking. You see that's what see that's the problem. Y'all niggas don't listen. Y'all don't never take what we say for forward. Y'all want to test the waters and get mad when you realize, oh, this bitch is real. 
See that that's you. You're mentally abusing yourself, okay? And right. you, my boy, Rich, my boy Rich always comes through and keeps it straight. If you, straight. Angie Rick said, if you're going to read Ephesians, read the whole thing. So don't be reading it that just benefits your punk ass, okay? Is what Rick mm-hmm. said. I do the, say I it, do the same thing the ministers do on on I can go to six passages, <laughs> and I'm going to hit the verses. Uh, Depicted sixteen different ways. This is the the Church of Cooley. <laughs> that's, that's the only person in this part of the scripture. That makes somebody sick, man. I'm just saying, man. Can you be the man to tell us what we um, eat for dinner tonight? No, because then I ain't gonna be able. To, you ain't gonna obey. <laughs> you ain't gonna obey after that. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't know. Um, do we got time for one more? We sure do. Let's keep this party going. All right, I got one more. I want y'all to hear. Oh, we got another video. Yeah, oh, and uh, I'm not gonna play the whole thing. Just probably a snippet. And it's back to something we talked about. So Dwayne Wade was on the More Than Athlete podcast, explaining things. Um, how he went through the process of accepting his um his daughter, Zaya. 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 I'm sorry, Zaya. But she goes by Zaya now, right? I thought it was okay. I don't know how to pronounce it. I thought it was still Zaire. Yeah. When, when it hit my doorstep at three years old, like I said, when me and my wife looked at each other, right? And the reason we looked at each other is because of this, you know, as kids, I used to put on heels. I used to put on, I used to do all those oh things. My I, tried, I tried to put on whatever my sisters wear, whatever my sisters did, I tried what to do those things. So at first, I said to myself, oh no, I, I did know. that. So I ain't just doing the things that I did. And then it kept going further and further. And then me and my wife had to look at each other and say, well, well, what if? And at that moment, everything that I was taught went out the window because now I'm a parent. And my only, my sole job and my sole responsibility is to make sure that this kid grow up knowing that it's supported and is loved by his father and the other parent, right? That's my only job. And so when it came down to Zaya, at three years old, I looked at it and said, okay, D, I looked in the mirror. And now, not only did I look in the mirror, when I went in the locker room, I started changing the way I talked. I started changing how I listened mm-hmm. to things. And I started challenging people in a different way. Once I started to ask questions to my, my wife friends, because I've never been, God, I, I've never been, at that time, I've never been, no one is in the NBA or played basketball has never been openly gay. Right, right. I've never had right. a conversation with even in our locker room. Openly in our locker room. So I never, I was ignorant when it comes to this space. So when my child came home at eight years old, we were living in Chicago at the time. I thought I left Miami, which we talked about. My child came home. And the reason my, my child didn't come home, it was an assignment that was done at school. And the assignment at school would say, tell me about yourself. And this was the time where Zaya took the time to say, I'm black, I'm this, I'm this. And I'm gay. At the time, Zaya said, I am gay. So the teacher called at eight home. Years old. At eight years old. The teacher called home and said, hey, I just want you guys to know we post these all over the school, but we didn't want to post this if you guys didn't blah, blah, blah. Right? So we sat down with the teacher and talked about the teacher at that time was a gay female. Okay. Gave Zion the confidence. That's a blessing. To be able to say those words. So when we sat down and, there was a, and I was in the room, all right, so that's all I'm gonna play right now <clears throat> for now. So um, I'm gonna let y'all go real quick. What I caught from this was, first of all, I not never put my mother's shoes and shit on, and if I did, I, I believe my father would have punched me through the wall or something. Now, I think with this whole Zaya and D Wade thing, a lot of things that people aren't are getting confused is my child telling me that they're gay is one thing 
my child telling me that they identify as another sex to me is something totally different. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother realm of the spectrum. That's, that's not the same to me. Mm -hmm. So my question is, is it the same? Is there a difference for y'all? Yeah, I think we talked about that. I talk, I think we talked about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It, so definitely is. it definitely is. I mean, for a person, I mean, because you can still be a man mm-hmm. and be gay. You just like right. men, but you're still carrying yourself as a man. Uh-huh. Yeah. You start saying, no, I don't even feel like a man. I feel like, you know, like you said, identify with a whole nother gender. That's something different there. Yeah, like it's not the same to me. Like it's it's too. I believe I believe one of them I could I could eat quickly more than the other. Like you're gay, fine. You know, it's twenty twenty one. That's just where we are now. It is what it is. Okay, I may not like it. I'll accept it. Like you said, I love my child. Like you know, I'll accept it. I'll find a way to deal with it. But for my son to tell me, no, I actually identify as a woman. I, I am a girl. That that part is the part that I can't. Uh, is it because it's a it's your son, or if your daughter would it be the same, same thing? It would be okay. the same. It's like if my daughter came and said, "No, nah, I'm a boy." Like, and I, I have seen little. Boy, I mean, the the putting on shoes. I've seen many of little boys do that because they don't. They they're, they're little, two and three years old. They don't know. They see the shoes. They mommy's a but you correct them at that moment. Get your ass out them damn shoes. You know what I mean? And like you said, they didn't think nothing of it because yeah, we, I, so that you makes believe sense. that when you don't correct it, it leads on to further furthering the the thought. Because at three, your mind is still being molded. Mm-hmm. So can I say that it's your fault that you no. since you did not no. correct that action that no. you led this to be? I, I personally don't think so. I think that I do believe I do now. I do believe that there are folks who are persuaded by things that are happening. Let me see what this is about. Let me try this. And then I do believe that there are some that just know. Not folks, three. I think three. I, I, I think that there's some that you, that you can just tell. I, and I, I'm being 100% honest. I think there's some because we could tell. I'm just, I'm just saying. Early in the game, even when they didn't really no, you can see in certain mannerisms and things that they're doing that you're like. But those mannerisms have to be picked up from somewhere. I can't, I can't, I can't subside yeah. to the thought process of it just happening. It had everything comes starts from somewhere. Drug yeah. addiction, drug especially, addiction at age, especially at that age, most things are a learned process. So for you to walk around switching and doing all of that. You saw that somewhere before. You picked that up and you think that's what a female is about. So you, you may think that's what you're supposed to do because you because uh, nobody corrects you. So yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a real thin line right there. And like, I guess I, because we're, we're we're not we're not there and it's not a life that we live. I guess that's something that we'll never really honestly know for for, for sure. You know what I mean? Like and like I said, it doesn't always have to be meant at like switching and all that. It's just sometimes it's just certain things that you just like you just you just see. You don't speak on it because you like, okay, if I speak on it, maybe it's just me. You know what I mean? But you're like, 
okay. Okay, like those mannerisms don't look right. And no matter how much you can try to change certain things, if it's something that is genuinely because you know me, because you you see the people that say that they you know who say I was I was born like this. I've always felt this way. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know because I've always felt this way. You know what I mean? So I can't say that the way that they have always felt is not legitimate. And because of I mean I don't know it it, it definitely is a thin line. But yes, you do try to correct those things. You should. Try to correct those things because as, as you a, see as it happen. However, you're learning, you're learning who you're what you're supposed right. to do. However, if and it's genuinely who you are, no matter how much I correct it, it's not. It doesn't matter. That's just who you genuinely are. So, no matter how many times I say, "Get your ass out of that," because look about what about the people whose parents have seen those and the fathers have whooped the whooped their sons because they caught them in dresses or they caught them. all like reprimanding uh, and trying to correct did not stop the person from being who they were because this is who they genuinely felt they, they are. That's because they let it go at three. Now, let's, I, I and, and, I and Dwayne Wade's case, first of all, Dwayne Wade is an NBA player. So he's he's on the road probably half the year, if not more. He's he, And he's a celebrity. So he, he, if you're not around a lot and the only person that is around is the female parent or co-parent or guardian, that's all this child sees because, you know, you got to work. I mean, I used to drive trucks, so I wasn't always home. I had to be on the road. I'm not always home. So the mother is home. So if I'm not there like I'm supposed to be for my son, then that at, means at a young age, the child could possibly just more so adapt to what they're not used to seeing. Mommy, mm -hmm. mommy's getting dressed. Mommy just got out the shower. You can't leave the baby alone. Should be that way that was raised by their mother or their grandmother is what you're saying because that's what they see. That's what they emulate, but that's not the case. Mm. So I mean, based off of what you're saying, is that because the female is the primary person in their life they emulate that, then that should be the case for every male who doesn't have a father figure who's being raised by their mother or their grandmother. But some women, some single parents, single women do it differently. Like they'll put their kids in the program, like sports and, you know, mm -hmm. or like uh, there's a, maybe a strong uncle game. around or, you know, have to stay with your uncle. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it's a very touchy it, I don't know. Like, so did he say that he? Because I I didn't hear. Did he say that they did not correct him in that moment? Yeah, that's exactly what he said in the beginning. Yeah. Like he said, because I used to do it. He said I used to do it, so I ain't really paying yeah, no mind. Like, he just brushed it off. It's like, oh, he just doing what I used to do. So he didn't. Dwayne Wade didn't turn out gay because he got a long ass earring coming from his ear. We don't know, we don't know that. He could be one of the ones that because he is an NBA player, he tried to cover it up and get him a beard or two. Yeah. You're speculating though, but you're speculating. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I mean, but I mean, based off of what we know, I'm saying what we, what we know and what we see, his father's not gay. His father, as he said, you know, when I was little, like I said, I've seen little, and let's keep it 100% real. Chase had a pair of heels that at one point in time, when she was like two or three, Aiden tried to slide his fucking feet in. Where was that? In the fucking house. I ain't, I ain't seen it. What? 
Whatever. It don't matter. It don't matter. I saw it, but I corrected him at that moment. But it's just something that you corrected him, but nobody corrected this. Okay, but even still, the fact because like he said, like he said he the Wayne Way said, like I didn't, I did it when I was little, so it's not something that's far fetched. But because Dwayne did it, didn't make Dwayne gay. But because his son did it, and it made him gay. No, it's it's something deeper than the fact that heals. It's deeper than that. That little something in that little boy, in in something in in Zaya, Zaya. What it was in in her long before, and I don't know what it was, how it was, but I like I said, and, and I'm coming from a personal experience of somebody in my family that I knew in an early age, and this person was raised not with just mama, but with a, a male figure in in the house, a strong male figure in the house, and had a father. On top of this, but, but, see, but, the, but the difference is, they don't want to be a totally different person. No. They want to be who they are, uh, but they like what they like. Okay, and you want to be a totally no. different. Okay, that's something, change that's your something whole different. But you even but talk about the fact that change your whole that identity. He's gay, period. No, no, I'm not. I have no problem with that. But just my problem is changing your whole mean, identity. Just stepping in shoes didn't mean that ultimately he was wanted to be because there's gay men who. Dressed in drag, but they, they, they want to be women. I they don't want think, to change their identity. I don't think they want mm -hmm. every gay man who dress in drag wants to change their identity. I think it's a job, but whatever. I don't think Billy Porter wants to be a, a, a woman. Billy Porter doesn't want to be a woman, but Billy Porter will dress in women's clothes in a minute. He will because, dress in women's, but I don't think he wants to be a female. And see, and there's other other things that play a factor in these times now when they put somebody like Billy Porter on the wards in a dress, when they show young thugs. It's, 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 okay. it's, it's okay. Right. So they're saying these things. So they're saying, oh, it's okay. So it's okay for me to to be my authentic self because it's okay. And like Sienna said, he's that Zion is very in touch with his feminine side. So for you to be that in touch with your feminine side, it's something deeper. It's something deeper than heels when I'm three. Eight years old, I'm in school telling them I'm gay. This is something he knew or felt or she, sorry, I, I, don't come after me, y'all. <laughs> you know, very early on and you know they will some you know they will tell you something i was born like this i was born like this i you know as far as i can remember i always felt like i like boys i always felt like i was a girl or i was a boy like i believe it's i just believe it started from somewhere and this is no this is in no way a criticism of Dwayne wade or his family or his daughter um, but I don't like the fact that he's doing all these interviews and nobody's asking the challenging. Nobody's cha like, why is it okay? It's so just kind of like everybody's just sitting back, like, yeah, yeah, man, you right. No, yeah. fuck that. Like, I I got questions. Like, no, like, yeah. because first of all, if 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 that's the case and we just let it go on, how do we even procreate? Like, all right, everybody want to be something different. Mm -hmm. so now we done. Like, yeah, we done. And it's like, gonna get to that point. It's gonna get. And, and see, that's 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 the thing that that makes you believe that there is an agenda, mm -hmm. because the way they just 
making it so okay and um, setting up all these rights. And like I said, gay people got more rights than black people do. Yeah. And they, it's on television everywhere you go. It must be a prerequisite to have a show that you have to have at least one or two gay people on it. Mm -hmm. And it's like they just pushing it, pushing it in your face to, you know, make you be like, all right, well, this is what this it is. is. This is the norm. This is okay. Right, right. I got to accept it. So if somebody is unsure about themselves and they start seeing these people out here, I mean, it's a chance that they could be more influenced by the gay people than, and they just may go there because they see this is the end thing. Everybody is always talking about them, how protected they are. So they may feel more comfortable coming out as gay. Maybe they ain't even really decided yet, but because they seeing all of this stuff on television, they're gonna say, okay, that's what I want to do. I want to go that way with it. Yeah, yeah this, this is a slippery slope right there when you when it comes to that. But like it, it, I mean, it's a difference between being gay and then wanting to change who you are come come completely. So yeah, and I yeah, I, that part that's the part that's the biggest part of this whole situation that I I personally am not a fan of. At eight years old, three, th 12, 13, I, 13 years old, you allowing your child to start the process of changing their sexual being. I do genuinely feel like if that's who you really feel like you are, then once you're 18 and more closer to an adult, 21, then that's a decision that you make on your own time, not on a time where I'm responsible for raising you and caring for you. Well, if you want to see that, that was on the More Than an Athlete podcast. And um, Dwayne Wade definitely went deeper into their um, – the, the how they went through this whole thing, even down as far as saying how they would take family pictures and would not have her in them because um the one that they did take when she was kind of being herself, um, just the ridicule and the criticism. Um, he said it was he said it was to protect her, but he said also deep down he, you know, he had to admit it was also it something that he didn't want to take. Um, mm -hmm. so he said it was a process, but at, at the end of the day, you know, this is my daughter, you know, my son, whatever, and this is who they are. So so I know it's not an easy road, and I, I do commend Dwayne Wade for even sitting in front of somebody's microphone. Right. I know he won't sit in front of this one, <laughs> um, because. But I do want people to at least ask the question. Like, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. And the one thing I love about this show is like it's open for everybody. Like, we have our opinions. Uh, we accept everybody else's opinion. Um, dialogue is important, and I think a lot of people are missing the missing out on the mm -hmm. fact that you know we have to be able to talk to each other. Um, we don't always have to agree. Um, how you may raise your child is definitely not going to be the same way I raise mine, but we may find some common ground along the line. I may go through the same thing and I may need you, you know what I'm saying? So, mm. um, yeah, I forgot yeah. Magic Johnson had um, oh, yeah. EJ. Yeah, EJ is all. EJ is flaming. Like, and he don't talk just about saying it. Like, EJ you know will burn your house down. EJ is on fire. Like, EJ is. EJ on another level. Right? Yeah. Um, Mac, final thoughts, my brother. <sighs> yeah, this stuff is crazy, man. I don't know. Um, all right, and and I don't know. I don't even know what to say. But I, all right, so in order for you to receive better, you got to want better. Mm. Like, and you have to know what is better. Like, they always say the grass ain't green on the other side, but you can't make your choices based on other people 
how they live in, or you have to know what you want and you have to be so serious about it that you do all that you can to obtain it, research it, mm-hmm. find out what steps you got to take, follow those steps and get to it. It's just that simple. One, two, three, but you have to know what you want. Facts. Shane, glam, Shane, Shane. Listen, all I'm just going to say is we spent these bills. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think okay. And make sure y'all tune in with me tomorrow at 8 p.m. for date night. Come and get this glam. I got about eight boxes that just came in. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. All right then. Well, uh, we appreciate everybody for checking in with us tonight. Um I'm gonna speak for uh Big G and the professor. Uh he lost his connection, but I'm sure he would have had something intellectual to say. Um the coolie in the gang, um we hiring. I mean, if you know somebody that is interested in being on a podcast, we're looking for females. Um, if you want to join. Yeah, we got enough of these dudes. Yeah. Any ladies out there, um, shoot us a DM or whatever. If you want to join the cast, you know, we'll test it out. See how it works. Um, just holler at us, you know. We'll be back. Nobody sensitive on the show either. No, sensitivity is not allowed. You have to be able to hold your own. Um, so, you know, Check in with us next Tuesday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, keep sending me the sh- uh, stories. Uh, appreciate you, Rashad. Rashad keeps me um, informed, even though you you were slipping on uh, Derek Jackson, Rashad. You ain't send me one thing on Derek Jackson, but it's all good, bro. But keep keep me informed. Keep me up to date of what you all want to talk about, because this is your show. We just talking. So <laughs> we see y'all next week, man. Peace and blessings. What you gotta do? Everything. I see you tomorrow. I saw all them boxes on the chair. I still got two boxes right here. I gotta process. I haven't even processed yet. Tomorrow I can't work. I can't work it tomorrow.